Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of the Box Score Podcast. Today we'll be kicking it off with our second part of our two-part series, Top 5 and 5, in the five major sports. Well, kind of five major sports. Curling doesn't really count. We did that, we got through that before. So we're going to finish our, our rankings with our golf rankings and our NFL player rankings. So, I mean, we, we were kind of a little late recording this because, you know, Daniel's slacking on the job. That's not it. It's a... Uh, Prior commitments. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. Anyways, yeah, so I think we're, we're going to start with golf, and it should be pretty evident who both our number ones are going to be. I don't know. It's pretty clear that it's going to be Rory Sabatini. Just kidding. He's boy from Bratislava. Change his nat- nationality. Apparently he's an absolute asshole. But he changed his nationality. Yeah, he did. He used to be from South Africa, and I guess he decided that he wanted to be from Slovakia, so... Respect. Good for him, I guess. He had a good first round yesterday. Shelly 500 something, Northern Trust. Or not Northern Trust, friggin' BMW. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people care about that. They would. They're big golf fanatics. They they would. Shotgun start listeners like me and my friend Ryan. He's also a shotgun start listener. They're big Bratislava fans. Anyway, so number one is evidently, obviously, going to be Brooks Kepka. Very clear. Big shocker. I mean, I guess you could... Put like someone else there ahead of him, maybe Rory or, or DJ. But I mean, with his major major finishes this year and showing up in big big events, and then the FedEx Championship, which like, is a world world golf championship, so it is kind of big. But with his finishes there, like it, it, you can't not put him number one. No, it's you have cool. to put him number one because he is undeniably the best golfer in the world, and it's not close. Yeah. Well, I mean. For big, obviously, during like some regular PGA Tour tournament, he says he doesn't practice. I don't buy that. But, but he not, doesn't put as much effort into it as for a major, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, he, it's clear that like those events, in the grand scheme of like legacy, for his well, his like sports legacy as a golfer, it doesn't matter. Like those those events don't really matter. Like if he wins a three M Open, like do people really care? Like, is it, like, at his, once his career's over, they're gonna be like, oh, do you remember that 3M Open he won by, like, I don't know, beating out Dylan Fratelli, the great John Deere, John Deere Classic winner? Like, I don't know, just saying that, like, would it really matter? No. Like, the only thing that really matters is Nagers, and he is kind of, it's shown that he's, he's kind of bought into that, because it's the only thing he really puts his 100, 110%, like, effort into, was those, and he's looking for, looking for the Majors. For sure. Yeah, he's also really cool, dude. I mean, he like he talks the talk, and everybody was getting on him for saying sort of stuff, but then he backs it up. He does, and then wins tournaments, which I think is the coolest thing ever. And that's true. why I basically cheer for him during every major. Yeah, I mean, sorry, Tiger. I cheer uh, for that's that's not true. Well, I mean, in the in the Masters, obviously, I was cheering for Tiger, and I wanted Brooks yeah, to, yeah, to screw up, but then like I wasn't even really that big of a Brooks fan then. But then when he went on and won the PGA, and like. I saw how, like, kind of, obviously he was dominant before, but, like, consistently, like, winning, almost winning every single major. Like, you kind of can't just, like, help but root for, like, it's just, like, history, really, if he just keeps on almost winning and contending in all of them. You want to see greatness. And we're seeing some That's basically the whole point of watching sports is just witnessing something insane and, like, crazy that, like, you can tell people about that you were, like, kind of there to see and stuff. So that's all cool. I mean, he... He does talk the talk, and he, he backs it up. At some point, maybe he won't, and that'll come to question. But, I, I mean, for now, I don't really see how anybody can really go against anything that he says or does. 
because he backs it all up and almost wins every single major. So like you know, that that's that's his his uh, idea of what he should do, and he did it. Like you know, before earlier in his career, he didn't really talk much. Like he said that he didn't feel like he he had enough like a big of a reputation to be able to talk, and now that he does, he's kind of talks. Yeah, he says what he wants to say, and some people don't like it, some people do like it, and you know that's that's the way he goes. So I guess we can move on to both our, we both have the same number two as well, which is Rory McIlroy, not Rory Sabatini, like we said before. He's had a killer year. He did. Well, like 10 top, no, more than 10 top 13 tens, 13 top 10s, top tens. 17, in 17 starts, which is a little insane. I mean, he's been like, okay, you can say he's been incredibly consistent, which like he has because obviously 13 top 10s in 17 events is crazy. But then again, like his, but his major, like we said before, majors are what, like what kind of defines you as a player and in your legacy and his major year was not that great like he had a, like in the masters and the u.s open or no sorry the pga and also the u.s open he kind of had like backdoor like okay events like he had top 10 in the u.s and the pga but both of like he was never really in it in either of them he kind of just like barely like i don't know if the, i think it was the u.s open he barely made the cut and then he kind of just like had yeah, two well, pretty solid well, rounds, like, but, you know, he was never really in it, and he finished, like, tied for ninth, I think, there, which was, you know, that's fine, like, it's a good, it, those are two of his top tens in the year, the PGA and the Master and the US Open, but, like, he didn't really compete, and, like, it's pretty clear that he obviously... If he, if he ended up making a cut at the Open, he could have another backdoor top ten finish. True, but he, his, yeah, that whole home, round. that homecoming that he had in... A poor rush, and then you know it all went to shit in the first hole. Whatever. I mean, that was that was tough for him. But he's like a real. You see, like a real guy. Like a lot of people are fake, kind of. But he, he shows his emotion. Like yeah, no, he's really really nice, nice guy. But I mean, his his game off the tee is he's like by far I think the best driver of the golf ball in the world. Like almost by a wide margin. Like I don't know, Brooks obviously is good in DJ and all that, but he he's so consistently long and in the fairway that it makes almost no sense that. He shouldn't, like, make an insane amount of birdies and win, like, a lot more. Even on, like, in majors. But, like, when, he, when he's been ahead in majors in the past, he's, he's cl- like, closed the door and won, won away with it. Like, at his, his first U.S. Open and at the PGA at Kiowa and, like, kind of those other events, too, when he won and he had a lead and he kind of shut down. PGA at Valhalla. True. That was a big win. Yeah. And then when he won the Open, I don't know where exactly it was, but oh, well. But uh, he was Liverpool. yeah, might have been. But yeah, so he his putting and his and his approach have kind of like hindered him this year. Like even watching him a little bit in like the final round with Brooks at the the FedEx St Jude. Oh, that was brutal. I mean, he could he can drive the ball forever, and then he just can't. And when it comes down to it, it, seems like he can't putt and he can't finish. And like his wedge game then was just incredibly brutal. Like if you're three hundred forty yards down the middle of the fairway every time, you'd think you'd be able to put like a wedge within 15 feet, like, as a professional golfer, but he just couldn't do it at that point, and he, that's kind of been his downfall for a bit. Like, when he's hot, and he saw it at the Canadian Open, and, like, you saw it Saturday at the, at the St. Jude, where he shot, like, 62 or something, but, like, he doesn't he doesn't miss fairways, and he just sticks it tight all the time, and it's, like, putting kind of might let him down, but, like, even then, he's, he's still leaving shots on the table, but, like, how good of a player he is, and obviously we do have a rank number two, which is high and very fair for him, but like he could easily be the best player like next year. I know like we did say Brooks is far and away the best, which is true, but 
Like, you wouldn't be surprised if Rory won two majors next year. Like, he's the kind of player who could just go and win by, like, a lot. But I'd be a little bit surprised. I'd be surprised. I mean, it depends. Okay, well, like, surprise is, like... I, I think the only... We'd be surprised if anybody won two majors besides maybe Brooks. So, like, that's kind of, like, not exactly what I mean. But, like, if you told me at the end of next year that he won two majors, I wouldn't be like, that's crazy. I'd be like, okay, he just figured out how to putt and, like, kind of deal with the pressure and, like, hit some good wedge shots. Yeah, and basically revamp this whole game is basically what you're saying. Well, no. Like, get better at everything. <laughs> just not get what better saying at, at all. punch putting and hit some good wedge shots. No, I, he, I, he hits good wedge shots the majority of the time. It's just when the big pressure gets on him, he basically, like, kind of chokes and doesn't hit good wedge shots. So if he just... Not, he doesn't just hit it, like, like, amazing. Like, he's fucking 100 yards away all the time. You just have to nuke a ball. Yeah, well, he'll make, like, I mean, yes, he does need to make putts, obviously, which is another thing he needs to get better at, but if you hit the ball closer, then you will make more shots just due to, you know, normal statistics and normal everything. Just, if you're closer to the hole, better probability you make putts. It's probably fair. So, yeah. I think number three is where we, where we first differ. I had John Rahm there, number three. The big Spain... Big Spain, he's Not been who he is, been but. ripping up this year. Yeah, he's been pretty solid recently. I mean, he's been in contention a lot at the the Northern Trust last week. He almost won. He kind of choked Patty Patty Reed, Patty Money. Just kind of took it from him. But he had a big stretch here where he was amazing. From like the Hero World Challenge to the to basically the Masters, he was basically top ten in everything except he had like a forty fifth I mean, at the Mexico and like a twelfth. Yeah, but players, even like is, even if you go on past that. He didn't like. Yeah, he basically all of them. Yeah, with the PGA, he played didn't play very well. But and the yeah. fake Charles Schwab challenge, whatever the fuck that is. It's and like even cool. after that, he's been basically top ten all the time. Yeah, including win at the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open before the. It's a big win. win. It big is. Event. It is a big win. It is a big, big event. I know it's a very good event. Kind of well, like it is. Yes, but it is. You know, one of the biggest in the European Tour schedule. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll get a couple more PGA Tour players like Rom over there. But yeah. So I mean. For next year, I don't see him like anywhere where he gets worse. Like he has a bit of a temper, and which is not he's ideal. Down a bit. Kind of, yeah. Well, better than what he was. Before. He's been working with like a bomb diffuser to like help his, with his anger. Concentration stuff, because obviously a bomb diffuser would have to have a lot of strength under pressure. Because if you don't diffuse a bomb correct, <laughs> you are going to explode, <laughs> and you're probably going to kill everybody else in the vicinity too. So that's yeah. So yeah, maybe that, maybe. John can think of the hazard as like bombs or something, or like yeah, he likes hitting bombs. He, I like listen, but he does like hitting the ball a far away. I, know, I guess with his short backswing, he generates so much power. I mean, Tony Finau, it's a big boys. dude. Yeah, I mean he's he's yoked, but yeah, working with the bond diffuser, I'm guessing like he's yoked, but he also has a dad bod, so yeah. But I mean, hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll, I, I don't see any way where he doesn't at least get better. I'm like he he has contended in majors before, but. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he won one. Like, I know we're kind of saying with everybody, but he's that good that he's going to be in, like, all of them. Like, you know, he did miss the cut at the, the PGA this year, like we said. But, like, any other event, like, you know, three of the four, he's he's playing really solid. And he's always kind of, like, in the hunt, which, you know, you can't say with a lot of players. And that's why I think, like, he's just so consistent that at some point he's going to win a major, which I know is kind of, like, a cheese thing to say because a lot of people, is. I know, yeah. He's and he's that good that, like, he, he could easily win one next year. Like, he has the type of play now for, like, he hits the ball long ways and he's really consistent. And as long as, if he can just keep it consistent, like, throughout the week, like, because, like, he, like, he is consistent in the nutshell, but, like, kind of, he has, like, blow up holes and sometimes he doesn't have great rounds. But 
If he can put four good good rounds together, I mean, he he can beat anybody. Like John Rahm winning the Masters next year, calling it. I mean, maybe we'll I, see. Maybe I. I wouldn't like disagree with it. It easily could happen, but I've been right before. I'll let Patty Reed. Yeah, I didn't bet yeah. on it though. Put some money on it right now. You'll probably get better odds. But not now. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We're, we'll make some prediction prediction pods later. But yeah. So you had him. Where did you have Rom ranked? I had Rom ranked fourth. I had him behind DJ. Oh, DJ. I said I had DJ fourth. So yeah. So yeah. that's where he just kind of flipped. Like the top four were kind of cemented. Like ish. Because like I find with DJ, I, I put him there because like he's been so consistently good like throughout his career besides his you know, like cocaine incident where he was gone for like a long time. Oh, ripping some Dustin Johnsons. Yeah. <laughs> but like besides that, he's been so consistently in like the top five and top ten in the world that like I don't see any way that he isn't next year but like I'm I don't know why but I'm just not as confident in him winning majors as I am any of the other three like or like even maybe a couple people I'm gonna no, I, get to later like, I think you know I, what I mean as Rory and Kepka I think he's like just as confident as him winning as Rom I think so no, no, I'm more confident in Rom finishing one off than I'm with Dustin like I know Dustin's been there before and he's choked like multiple times, which is fine. And then he, he did he did win at Oakland, but like Brooks kept as four times the amount of majors as him, which is like it's it's, it's crazy. I know. I know. You think, and you think how good DJ's been for so long, and he's always kind of been, oh yeah, he's gonna win. Like what we were just saying about Ron, like he's gonna win one, and like you know DJ did win one, but like DJ was the kind of guy where we're like yeah, he can win five or like eight majors in his career, and like it just hasn't happened. Like he's, he's won a couple big one. jokes, one at Pebble where he shot like eighty four like last yeah. day. One at Whistling Straits in the PGA. Yeah, well, I mean, that was kind of bunker, but still, yeah, was, I know it's kind of unlucky. Still, he still happened. Yeah, and, and then then uh, Chambers Bay. Yeah, well, that, was, uh, that one everybody knows about that yeah. three whack. Yeah, that was that was bad. But I mean, like again, he could win one, and he has a style of play that'll like be really good for him, and he has a chance because he's just a bomber, and the majority of the courses are just like super favorable for bombers nowadays. But I don't know why. Like it just seems like he hasn't really came to play. Like. Been, he's really good at the majors, though. Well, like at the two PGA, second place finishes. at the PGA and the Masters, he was right there. PGA was really good. He was like only person to shoot all ranch in the sixties. Yeah, but I mean that was that course was like tailor made for him and Brooks, though, and that's why they finished one two. It's just when you have that much strength and like thick roughs, like at Bethpage, and not many people could hit out of them unless you were incredibly strong, and that's how Brooks and and DJ kind of like made their way because you could just hit drivers everywhere, and even if you're in the rough, you're fine for them and for other people. It was that thick that they couldn't hit out of it because they're not as big. So like, the, the, that course was tailor made for him. But like, you go on to uh, the U.S. Open, which was Pebble, and like we said, he had that good U.S. Open at Pebble before with the like GMAC one that he choked in, and he's won there a bunch of times in like the the BMW, I think. AT and T. AT and T. Yeah. So AT and T. So like, that was his course and his event to win. Everybody was picking him as the favorite, and then he just came out and absolutely like choked. It came out, fell flat. Like he had nothing, and he it was never really in it. So like. Just seeing that happen, and then the same thing at Port Rush. He didn't have a very like good week. No, he was at T fifty one, which is just for a guy who's the second ranked player in the world, and has been known as a top five player for like his entire career. Basically, him just coming out flat in all these majors is not not an ideal situation for him. No, no, but uh, I could see a pretty big year. To him I mean, yeah, year, like but... saying all that, he still is incredibly talented and. There's no way, like, he's going to suck again. So he could easily compete. Like, he'll be top 10 in the world and the FedEx Cup and all that bullshit next year. But 
I, I just don't think he's going to win a major. He easily could prove me wrong, and I think Daniels is slightly more confident, obviously, with him ranked number three. Like, I have a number four, so I'm still high on him. He still had two really good performances at majors. He did, year. yeah. So, like, you can't so really... Could easily see him that's true. Major. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying, but I think he didn't have, like, the finishing... You know, he kind of did, like, in the PGA when Brooks started to kind of fa- falter. Yeah, he, he made a little push. But then, but then he must have... He kind of realized it, and then he, like, made a bogey, and Brooks kind of settled off. So, like, you know, that's fine. Like, he's a good player, obviously. I have him ranked number four, Daniel number three. So we're consensusly top four. But, I don't know, I'm just not as confident as other people are in his abilities for next year and, and beyond. So, yeah. So, our top fours are kind of, you know, obviously we said, like, cemented as our top fours for next year. But the fifth is kind of where where it differs a bit. And we kind of had a little bit of freedom to throw in here. And I, I put Justin Thomas there. I Like, I was kind of th- going through a bunch of people, like, Justin Rose... Or, like, Xander, maybe, or, like, not Bryson, but not really Bryson. I wasn't that high on him. Or, like, like Ricky, I again, not, not overly high on Ricky for majors, but he could still finish one. But, like, I, I put JT there. He kind of had a slightly down year, which is, like, you know, that happens, I guess. But, like, a couple of years ago when he had, like, five wins in one player of the year and won the PGA and the, the FedEx Cup, like, that was an insane year for him. And he has the talent that... You know, being like, what is he like five? I think he's like five seven, like one. Oh, I think he's like five ten. Oh well, I don't think I don't think he's that tall. Yeah, yeah, I think he's like five ten, but he's slight. He's like one hundred fifty pounds or something. I have his profile. He's not five seven. I can guarantee you. Five ten, one sixty. I was pretty close. Yeah, that is pretty close. (laughs) But I mean, he's a little, and he hits the ball a mile. Oh, just power. He can just generate so much power through the ground, and he he swings really hard. Oh yeah, like his feet come off the ground a little bit when he hits it. I mean, he hit dingers. Yeah, he hits a bombs, as Phil would say, like you said earlier. But yeah, like I, I think he got have a really good year. All the courses are, I mean, again for bombers, and even though he's small, like he is a bomber, so he will have a successful year there. And like I'm not really too scared to put him there, and you know risk. No, I wouldn't be scared to put him there either. He obviously he's worked a lot in his career. He had an off year, he had that wrist injury. Yeah, he did. So which he missed, kind of like derails you, especially yeah. when it's your wrist. I mean, that's a common injury in golf, and it usually yeah. takes a little bit of time. But I'd be, pretty, I'd be pretty confident in him having a big rebound year next year. Yeah, no. I still don't. 15th in FedEx Cup. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But like FedEx... We no, I know. I know, still yeah. Hasn't had I the mean, he's, he's in the lead right now at the, at the BMW. 65 yesterday, so... Could see a win right there. Yeah. I mean, he could literally just win the FedEx Cup if he just wins this week. And but then, we're like, talking, has, oh, just Thomas is such a great year. See, that's, <laughs> like, yeah, the falters of the FedEx Cup. But, oh, well, whatever. That's that's all fine and dandy. And so, I think, who was who your fifth, fifth Daniel? Justin Rose. Oh, wow, Justin, Justin, yeah. Justin Squared. I mean, again, that... He's I, been... Yeah. That performance at, uh... Pebble? At Pebble. Like, I was watching it, man. He wasn't in his irons anywhere. Yeah, he, he kept on coming short on he every the ball approach really shot. Very poorly. I mean, and he still it himself, and he still freaking came out with a third place finish. So yeah, I mean, he said it himself that he was hitting the ball like shit, but it, like he was just putting, putting like at an amazing. insane degree, and like it's kind of like going all year, and he's just been hitting the ball not great. I mean, early on in the year and stuff, he did hit the ball better, but when when you're putting that good, it's hard to like really play awful, and that's kind of the position where he was in, where he was like okay, I can't hit the ball, but I'm still putting good, and I'm just kind of going with the flow. And, like, if his ball striking comes up again, and he's an incredibly good ball striker the majority of the time, but if he can, like, pair that with his putting, he's going to be, like, really, yeah, really big good. year next year to him, I can see. Yeah, I mean, again, they're all the best players in the world, so obviously we're saying they're going to have a big year, which is, like, pretty obvious because they're the best, but... Such a pure of, swing. One of yeah. the best swings on tour. Yeah, one of the best power. 
I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't really call him a super bomber like the rest of them, like everybody else we said. But like, oh, he's, oh yeah, they all. Ernie Els towards swing like really soft. Yeah, and he hits like, the ball. He still hits the ball pretty weight. good. Like he's still he's not the traditional bomber that like even like the other my, all my five are, are like are, they're like you know the rest of the four, but like he he still has the game to compete at all courses. Like he's because he's that talented of, of a player. I mean, yeah. So like in previous years, you know. Jordan Spieth would be there. Olympic champion. True, Justin Rose. Yeah, Olympic True. champion, so... Go back to the Olympics next year. So we'll see. Maybe he can defend that title. But yeah, so like Jordan Spieth, he's had an awful year, which is kind of crazy to think of because he was oh. so consistent at a young age. And like he's had a worse version of the Justin Rose stretch where like he just can't hit the ball at all, but his putting is insane. Like, so he's having the best putting year of his career. Oh, he's like a sprinkler on the golf course. But you know, He's going every way. And it, like his... His Thursday Friday scoring average is like top three on the tour, and then Friday, Saturday Sunday is like 150th. So he, like he always has one kind of blow up round like a week, and which kind of sucks for him because like obviously he's insanely talented, and he like he has three majors already, and he's still only like 24 or something or 25 maybe or maybe I don't know exactly how old he is. He's close to 26 or something. 25. Yeah, but. Like he he's in that boat where he was one of those incredibly talented players who just kind of like DJ like could easily win like six or seven majors in his career or more and like obviously he has more he's more proven than DJ is even which is kind of funny to think about but he's going through a rough stretch right now and he he very well could like be the like a top three player next year if he learns how to hit the ball again because he has that much talent like I don't know what your your thoughts are on him but he's one of my favorite golfers and yeah, it's sort of tough to see him struggle like that but yeah it sucks but. But how bad he's playing, he still put up some decent performances. I know, yeah, because he makes so, he still makes a shit ton of birdies. That gives you a ton of confidence if he can actually get his game at least a little bit back yeah. off the tee, especially. Yeah, and he doesn't hit the ball very far, which is not ideal. Yeah, for him. if you just get it back, I mean, the sky's the limit, basically. Yeah, which like, is like, can, see, like, the thing is with that, he is incredibly talented, but the way he hits the ball now, if he's not hitting it as far, he's kind of no, like, he's, he's not in a great position, but I think he's one of those players who can kind of overcome the distance because he's you know such a good putter and like around the greens and stuff so i think he could kind of like deal with the slightly less like amount of distance as the rest of them but like i don't know if he comes back then he'll be a staple in top fives and like if we do a top five next year i mean he'll probably be there just because i i don't see a way that he continues to like suck that'd be that'd be tough to understand from a guy who's so talented and then just lose it all at such a young age like i get it if he was older and he it was his body kind of like shutting him down but it has it's just mental and he just lost lost something that I think he'll find again, so you know he he could be in there, well not this year but you know for next year, I mean if we were pretty ballsy we could have you know chucked him in there top or five Matthew Wolf yeah, I mean yeah we were talking I mean, about Matthew Wolf for a little bit there could be a big year to him next year yeah so. I mean I'd put I think I have more I'd have Morikawa and like close or ahead of Wolf for next I don't year think I've had Wolf. I just like looking at Morikawa's ball striking this year and how consistent like his first three events on tour. He was like best strokes gain approach on in the tournament like each week, which was like insane to think about like compared to all the pros. And he was like his first pro event. Who is bombs though? Uh, well, I mean, he does. He hits bombs. Not as not as much as Wolf, but whatever. But Hovland, if we're talking about driving, Hovland was oh, had the Hovland. best driving accuracy Hovland's and distance, yeah. went, but not best driving distance, but accuracy on the tour in the U.S. Open and his next event. So like they just showed up and absolutely like kind of turned like blew away the the pga tour in general and like i i think with their ball striking like they'll both all three of them 
like Morikawa, Hovland, and Wolf will all come like compete for like majors and everything like next year and obviously throughout their career. But I don't know. I think if you had to like rank those three for next year, say not like at the end of the year, who has like the better year? So like major finishes and kind of like other like tour wins and stuff. Like how would you rank them one through three? Um, I think I have, would have Wolf one. That's fair. I Wolf mean, one and Hovland two and Morikawa three. It's tough to put Morikawa three, but I just have a hunch that Wolf's yeah. having a big year. See, I'm year. going. And uh, I don't know. I'm really high on Hovland too. He'll get his yeah. parents after he wins. True. I'm, I'm like obviously high on all of them, but I'm actually going to, I'm putting Hovland at one and Morikawa at two and Wolf at three. I think, I, not that I think Wolf is going to like be bad. I think he might kind of slump a little bit. I, this is, I, there's no real backing to that. It's kind of just me like thinking about it. But I'm I'm really confident in how Hovland like strikes the ball and how consistent he is and how consistent Morikawa is. Like I think they're gonna light it up next year. I mean, again, Wolf probably will too. But yeah, that's that's how I got him. We'll see as he goes on. And like Joaquin Neiman again, he's a young guy, kind of the same. He's kind of lost in the lost. He's like younger than all of them. Yeah, and like same thing with Sung J M. More well, Morikawa's a little bit older because he had four years in college. He's like 24. So like Sung J M is 21. And he, he, like, he's had an incredible year. He's had, like, seven top tens. He's played, like, 33 events. So, like, and he's an incredible putter, too. So, there's a lot of those young players coming up that are going to be, like, crazy, crazy good. Yeah, Yakin Yun's a cool case. Kerb and Chile, and this is a cool story because, I mean, Chile's not exactly what you'd think of a hotbed of golf. Yeah, I know. And he's only 19, like, 20, I think, now. I think yeah. he's my age. Uh, but he, he's a really unique swing, too. He's just... Uh, He's a really good player. He's had a really strong finish of the year. I think yeah. he's into the... He's in the, the BMW. Yeah. yeah. But he finished... He was on the number. He only made it because this... Some other guy missed, like, a short putter something on 18 hey, at the... Hey. Take you can get. But, I mean, it's not like... He he, I, he didn't play very well the first round. I think he's, like, one over. He's, like, second last shot or whatever. So, he's not gonna... He's not gonna make the tour championship, so he won't get that automatic no. berth. Uh, well, unless he shoots, like... There's no cut, so he can go, like, 62-62-62, and he probably would make it, I guess, if he wins. Yeah, so that's what he basically has to do. But, like, he won't get the automatic berth into all the majors and, like, the players and stuff. But I, I still wouldn't be surprised if he made his way there and, you know, contended a little bit. So, yeah. Okay, so enough with the golf talk for now. I mean, that was our that was our top five for golf. And it was pretty similar, but one little different. So now we'll kick it into our football talk, NFL. We haven't done, haven't done much of that yet, really, on the pod, but we're big football fans, so... We'll definitely kind of get into that over time. So we both, this is our list that probably differs almost the most in, in total. Like, cause there is a lot of different kind of like ways to evaluate NFL players and different values and different positions. Cause like, they're not all really the same. It's not like other sports where you can just compare them one to one. Like it's hard to compare like a cornerback to a running back or like a quarterback. So we kind of just made our best guess at predicting kind of like what was going to happen for the next year and, who our top five players were. So I think it seems like there's consensus number one with Darren Donald, but I, I switched it up a little bit. Stupid I'm, pick. I'm going, I'm putting the comeback man himself, Carson Wentz, number one ahead of Aaron Donald, just because I'm a Patriots fan, but it's not, we're going by value though. We're going by I know. best players in the NFL. Yeah. I, you're gonna I really let me, don't see how you can say. Are you going to let me show you this? I think, I think he's going to win MVP. I think cuz I think the Eagles team is incredibly good and as a Patriots fan, you know, it kind of hurts the Eagles beat him, but like whatever. I don't really Nick Foles, he's gone, so 
If they play in the Super Bowl, I don't know, we'll see what happens. But I'm a big Wentz guy this year. He probably should have won MVP the year Brady won it a couple years ago. But he got hurt, which is kind of tough. And being, I think him being the best QB in the league this year, ahead of Patty Mahomes, who was obviously won MVP last year and is really good. But I think if he is the best quarterback in the league, it shows that he is the best player. And I'm just going by the fact that I think he's going to have an incredible year. And on his new team that picked up, I mean, they really filled any void or any hole that they had. Like, they drafted Dillard to be a swing tackle. Like he, that was almost like a like an, a bonus pick for them because they have two solid starting tackles in Peters and, and Lane Johnson. And, I mean, they have wonky name Vitae, too, Hal Palulu. He's not bad. And then, like, they picked up, uh, what's his name, Malik Jackson for cheap. So, like, and they didn't really lose anybody. And, like, they got Deshaun Jackson back. I think I think he's gonna have an incredible, incredible year and kind of just like prove to be the best. Which I know it's kind of a ballsy pick, but Yolo, when I say I think it's I think he's gonna have a great year. So I think okay now I, we can get off him. I mean he's my number one. I'm confident in him performing, winning MVP potentially. Him or Sean Watson, who I'm actually also high on. Betting favorite. I would your top five. I don't know, but I think for betting odds, anybody's looking to bet on. On MVP, John Watson, good bet. But yeah, so I had Donald at two. I know Daniel had him at one, so you can. I'll let him kind of speak. Well, then it fell on sacks from the defensive tackle position. Yeah, but that's defensive tackle. He didn't play three technique. Yeah, well, I mean, Still, it, 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 it's just position. He's facing double teams all the time. Oh yeah, I mean, so uh, if you can muster twenty, do you have twenty-one sacks? Twenty and a half, I think. Twenty and a half, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, twenty and a half. But. I think undisputedly the best player in the NFL, and I don't think it's that close. I, well, I mean, it, I really it depends I don't on, think it's that close. We're not going value; it's just straight know, up but, skill and just the best I mean, player. But, like, again, because there's a lot of different. It just depends on how you value skills. Because you value his athletic, like his like athletic. Well, he's good at everything. Ad, yeah, but his size. Great level. run defender, great pass rusher. Yeah, I'm not saying obviously. I'm PFF, saying PFF great Dolphin turret all the time. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he's obviously very good, but I'm, it like just depends on how you. Like view his skills compared to that of a quarterback. Like it just because like even when we're not really comparing value, like value as like positional value, but comparing like talent, like how much you'd like value being able to like pull off a spin move or like a swipe compared to throwing a pass forty yards down the field on the money. Like it just depends on how you compare those two, like stat, not stats obviously, but skills in general. And like I do attributes. Yeah, fair. But I would, like, I easily could have just put Donald the one and just put Wentz at two, which I thought I would doing, but I figured I'd kind of stir the pot a little bit and go for the number one Wentz. But, I mean, yeah, it's pretty clear that Donald's pretty dominant, except for when he's in the Super Bowl and he plays a Dante Scarnecchio line who just shuts him down. When he had two big, fat, white guys, Joe Tooney and, and David Andrews and a little bit of Shaq Mason in there to shut him down in the Super Bowl. When he Shaq Mason's not white. I know he's not white, but he was also in there with the two white guys sometimes. I mean, they, they definitely, and even triple team know a little bit, but when you get shut down by, like, in a in such a big game like that, it's kind of, oh. it was, like, it was overly just surprising in general. He's like, double and triple teamed all the time. I know, but that's what I'm saying, like, and he beat through it, but then, like, he he couldn't in that Tom game. also gets the ball really quick. He did, yeah, but Tom that. also was really tough to sack. That's true. It's all true. Extremely But quick. that's not, it's not even the sacks position. It just, he just didn't even really put pressure on him. And, like, it's not like Tom had a great game where their offense did. So, like, their defense played okay, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't Donald that really started that. It was, like, kind of their DBs. And, and Donald and Sue had, a, like, a better game than he did, but whatever. But, like, obviously he's going to be good, and he'll probably, he'll 
more than likely win defense player of the year again just because he's so like good so yeah so who who's your number two player uh, patty mahomes fair he's an absolute beast i don't know how he's gonna MVP. be with tyreek but old tyreek is playing the entire year so sorry playing the entire year yes he's not suspended. suspended he's not suspended so that's another situation that you don't need to get into but that's a little left up but oh well i and like i had mahomes at three so that's fair he won mvp last year 50 touchdowns quite the year he, I mean, he, he had a pretty like milestone year and like just normal regression is going to say that he won't have that year again but like i mean he could technically but so a lot of talent on offense oh yeah it's, it's just like regression hard, but that's fine yeah but i mean they, have, they didn't have him for half the year i know anyway. but like yeah but i mean i think like this obvious regression is going to come into a point at like to some degree and that's kind of, like not exactly why i had wentz ahead of him i just think wentz and his team with peterson all them are gonna just kind of outperform Mahomes and them but Mahomes could easily repeat his MVP again and he's obviously betting favor which is fair because he was in a he's in a great offense like Andy Reid's offense is almost always good like you see how good he did with Alex Smith and I mean nothing against Alex Smith he's a good player but I mean he's just like the ultimate does like steady kinda, for, well yeah. not Alex Smith but Andy Reid yeah I mean and that's kind of like goes into the whole like system QB thing like Nice. That's but that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's really such thing as like a system QB because like your system is built around the quarterback. So like it's it obviously should be gonna, automatically built around the quarterback's yeah, strength. So exactly. It so like just he's a good quarterback. Like yes, he's better because of his coach and his scheme. I could say, but it, like it could be you could take into account like the situation he has around him. Yeah, like some teams just have bad teams and like you can't do that good with what you have. Yeah, like there's there's players who are in shitty situations and have bad coaches, but that shouldn't like. And that sucks for them, but like for the ones who do have good systems, good coaches, I don't think you can take it away from them for performing the way they do in systems that are built for them and built for them to succeed, which is kind of the whole point of Have being, a system. Yeah, it's built for to see. that fits your system. Yeah, well, not really. It's just well, well yes, it's it's building it a system around the quarterback. I think it depends on who who it is, but I think the majority of the time you have to you build around the player and you like well the court if it's like truly talented quarterback you have to build around him like build your team around him and that's kind of like what the Ravens are doing with Lamar Jackson kind of changing their whole system but that's that's a different a different topic but yeah like Mahomes is incredibly talented he's gonna be quite the player for years to come and he's gonna get like I can't even imagine how much money he's gonna get on his on his next deal so that's kind of why the the Chiefs gotta kind of maximize their value now here when he's on his on his rookie contract and this is probably their best chance they're like almost ever gonna get at winning Super Bowl this year so, or maybe next year, like within the next two years when Mahomes is still cheap. Because after that, you're gonna have to lose all those extra players you can get with all that extra money. But I mean, they're gonna sign him to a big deal, and he'll be he'll be good for a long time. But yeah, so he was my number three, Daniel's number two. So we're kind of just like going a little one ahead because I had Wentz in my top five, and I don't even as a number one, and Daniel didn't even have him there. So I'll let you I'll let you kick into your third so we can catch up. Got Andrew Luck. Really good year last year. He has a calf strain injury, Kevin Durant situation. Yeah, and he hurt his ankle too, apparently. Yeah. Though, so, but I think he'll get over that, and he's gonna have another big year. Him and yeah. T.Y. Hilton have that insane chemistry. True. And just uh, he just propels teams. Like Indy sucked. Yeah, they so did. bad. And then Andrew Luck comes in, leads him to the playoffs. I know that was. I he, mean, he is. He was like a generational talent almost as he came out of the draft from from Stanford, and he he proved it. Like obviously, he hasn't had like the overall like super bowl playoff success that he, they probably want him to but like that's not really his, really his fault because yeah he hasn't he didn't have fault when they had grigson grigson was an idiot gm didn't really know what he was doing 
and but now like Chris Ballard's there and he's building the team I guess the you know quote unquote right way through the draft and kind of saving money not spending big on like free agents that you don't necessarily need to and just re-signing your own and stuff so he's building like the right way and they're on the up and up definitely like they have a solid team I mean I wouldn't be surprised they made the playoffs well they will make I think I'm not I think they'll, they'll definitely make the playoffs but if they could give it a little run I don't think they'll like win the Super Bowl or anything because I think the Chiefs are better I still think the Patriots are better I think the Chargers are well, like that team is probably better too so like you never know they can make some noise and luck luck if he comes back healthy he'll definitely definitely be really good oh he'll be really Perennial good perennial MVP candidate like, again yeah he's He's just amazing. He's a really good player and tough he's, guy. He's really tough and he enjoys the game a lot. I see his mic'd up. Things are like the funniest thing I've ever yeah. seen. He gets absolutely hit by somebody. He says, "Oh, great hit!" <laughs> yeah, that's gotta piss off the opponent though. It does. He's yeah, trying yeah. to hit him right. He's just like, "Oh, good hit. Yeah, good, hit, good job." You just like catch him on the ass. Yeah. Seems like a guy you'd love to have in the locker room though. Yeah. Good guy. He's a yeah. He's another MVP candidate. Like I think if I had to rank my MVP candidates now, I'd go Wentz. Like I said. Mahomes to Watson three luck four because I'm that high on Deshaun this year. But again, I don't have my top five. But you know that's that's the way I see it for now. But, but yeah, it's hard it's hard to really tell what's what's going to happen coming up next year with all those top level quarterbacks. So yeah, so now we'll kick it into our our fourth. Well, our both our number fours. We have different ones, but same position. So I'll let Daniel go first for his number four. So we're going with the better player at number four, uh, Julio Jones. So, he's obviously a guy well-known for putting up a ton of yards, but not, like, an extreme amount of touchdowns. Well, That's where he's been criticized I mean, in the past before. Kind it of. is true. Like, yes, but that was only Three last year. Three touchdowns in 2017, and still six the year before is not a whole he didn't lot. Have, he didn't have any the first half of the year last year, but then he, yeah. he, he led the league in touchdowns the second half of the year last year. So, yeah, that kind of, like, that, like, talk that, that he doesn't get enough, like, I feel like that could be When you think about it, change. he only had, like, three touchdowns in, like, Yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't put up a lot. In, like, 24 games. Yeah. Because the whole season before, he only had three touchdowns. I know, but that's... But, like, yes. It's it still is nuts to think about. He's obviously, like, I have number four, so he's obviously amazing. You'd think that he'd be a... It's just a crazy statistic more so than a critic. Yeah, crit- a red zone, like, guy. Yeah. He's a big guy who yeah. can jump and all that. But, like, I mean, him... I think that's kind of, like, an underrated thing for him next year. He had a really good end of the year with Matt Ryan, and, like, for, like, fantasy purposes, I think he could... I mean, obviously, everybody's, like, rated him high, and he's highly touted, but I think him actually... Upping his like touchdown count will obviously make him like really good, but yeah. He also upped his catch catch percentage by seven percent. Wow, this year it's just bonkers. So he's just a just an amazing player. Yeah, I'm pretty future good Hall team. of Famer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Probably future Hall. Well, he definitely is. Yeah, he's on a he's on a he good team. He already has ten thousand yards in his career. So. I think the, I think the Falcons are going to bounce back a bit. Yeah, I mean, Ryan was very good last year. Their defense was kind of. I mean, he's always good though. Yeah, their defense was kind of. I mean, they had a lot of injuries on defense. Deion Jones went out like for the first week, and uh, Keenu Neal, Neal yeah. went out too. He went out early, so like they miss a lot of their key pieces on defense, and I think they'll bounce back and probably make the playoffs, and you know, make a little run at it like they did. Little noise, and little then, noise, you know. Nothing else. The Super Bowl. I mean, that was that was fun for them. Twenty-eight three, baby. Let's go. Nah. That guy who dated Junior Brissard. I'm sure happy that happened. Fair. I don't know. They'll they'll be a good player. I mean, Julio, Julio's definitely good. I I don't mind you saying he's he's number four and the best receiver. But my number four pick and who I think is almost unquestionably the best receiver. Like I I can see. Unquestionably, yeah. I I can see the points for you know Julio or OBJ or you know Antonio Brown. It could easily be Antonio Brown, but I'm saying it's DeAndre Hopkins, Nuke. And I just found out that his name Nuke because when he was a child, 
the only pacifier he'd want was one with the brand nuke, apparently. So there you go. Fun facts via the internet. Yeah, so, yeah. he used Wikipedia, so it's not very uh, it reliable. Just, it was like Google Answers or something or whatever the hell that is. But yeah, I think his connection with Deshaun Watson, and like, like I said earlier, I'm really high on Deshaun Watson, so I think those two together this year will just continue to like elevate their game. And with like they, they don't have a GM right now, which is kind of a little weird. But Bill O'Brien basically runs that team anyway, and they have a solid defense. They're trying to trade Clowney, which, you know, that's fine. They're not going to re-sign him. Some people don't really see him as like as good as other do, others do, and they obviously aren't super in on him, so that's fine. If they can get a little bit of value for him. I think more people would think he is better if he wasn't the first overall pick. That's, I mean, I guess, like, yeah. People are overhyped him, and he still is a really solid player. Yeah. Javion's good. But. I mean, yeah, he's athletically insane, but he's a lot of like he's not a traditional like kind of pass rusher. Like they don't really see him as having those pure pass rush moves, which is fine. But yeah, hey, whatever. He, he's a good player. That's not really who we're talking about. Uh, DeAndre, I, I think he's the best receiver in the league. He's probably like if I was doing a fantasy draft today, he'd be the number one receiver off the board for me. Devontae Adams is up there too because he has connection with Aaron Rodgers. But whatever. Uh, he's really lit up the last couple of years ever since Deshaun really came into play and Houston had like a real quarterback like so I, I don't see any way that he doesn't put up you know thousand and i don't know 200 yards and more than that at least i'm just saying like 10 touchdowns i mean that connection Deshaun like further kind of up in his game from the way he has and like i said one of my mvp favorites then he i probably deandre probably has the best hand in the league it's pretty good yeah his hands are not i mean he's just he's just huge and he's like an athletic freak Strong really guy. I mean, there's a lot of athletic freaks, you know, in, like, the NFL. At least they're all... If you're in the top five, you're probably going to be an athletic freak. Andrew Locke, like, he's, he's... Well, I mean, athletic. it depends on how you look at, at... Like, there's different kinds of athleticism, obviously, but he's just one of those guys who's just huge and, like, insanely fast and insanely good, like, leaping ability and stuff. So, yeah, he, he is definitely, you know, top five player in my book. So, yeah, so now on to my number five. My number five is Khalil Mack. He is, you know... Kind of changed that whole Bears like team. Obviously, Matt Nagy kind of switched over the offense to being not a juggernaut, but like solid. On even with Mitch Trubisky, who isn't the greatest, but he made it work. But yeah, Khalil kind of like took over that Bears defense, and they, they were definitely the best in the league last year. And they they took them to a good record and into the playoffs, where you know Cody Parkey kind of blew for him, but <laughs> <laughs> that that's fine. So once he came over from Oakland, I don't really get why why Gruden didn't really want them it's a little odd because they go out and like they're so they're, they're sorry they're they're known as like this character team now and like mayock went out and they picked clonald farrell fourth overall this defensive end who they picked him because he has good character and he's a veteran almost already it's he's leading the team and then they literally had clomac on their team already who was insanely more talented and is like such a good leader in the like practice and just in the locker room which it's a little questionable. I mean, they got some picks out of it, and, you know, the Raiders are, I don't really know if you can say they're on the up and up. They're trying to be. I don't think it's really going to go that far. That whole A-B situation is a lot, but that trade for the Bears, they had to give up a lot. I think it was, like, two first-round picks or more, maybe, something like that. It was. But I think they're definitely happy with it, and they're building a good future. Both teams which, are probably worked out for both teams. Uh, I wouldn't say it worked out for Oakland. They got some picks, but who they, they picked... Oh, yeah, Oakland, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, they picked, I think, I don't know if it was Josh Jacks, not Josh Jacks, Josh Jacobs, or if it was uh, Jonathan Abrams, 
with that pick, I one of those two picks was theirs. One of them was Dallas's. So I don't know which one exactly it was. Because Oakland was just going to blow it up anyways. I know, but they could have just like not, kept, not traded like a top five player, like a top two defensive player in the league. Like obviously Aaron Donald is the favorite for like the defensive player of the year award, but Klamath could easily just win it as well. So you never know. He He's an insanely talented kind of overall player. I mean, he, he's from Buffalo. Daniel's a Buffalo Bills fan, you know, kind of big whiff by the Bills there in the draft picking Sammy over him, but... Yeah, that, that oh, happens. I like Sammy for a lot. Actually, was really freaking good, and then ran into injury trouble, and then yeah, I mean he's is. he is not bad anymore. But he's I mean, a good top hundred yeah. piece in Kansas City. Yeah, he's not you know as good as the other receivers no. in that draft, like OBJ and Evans and all them. But yeah, okay, okay who's your guy. who's your uh, number five guy? Uh, I'm going with one of the most consistent quarterbacks since he entered the league, in my opinion, Russell Wilson. True, he's been. He's I like just, him a lot. He's just a great player. Uh. Yeah, 35 touchdowns last year and seven interceptions. No clean. Thrown, so that's, I mean, that's he was good. in a – he didn't really have his number one target. Like, Doug Baldwin was hurt the whole year, then he basically retired. So, like, that's going to be a little bit of a change for him. But I think Tyler Lockett's definitely going to, like, kind of up it for him. Big year for Tyler Lockett. Yeah, definitely. Up. So And he actually made the NHL top 100. Yeah, I mean, he, he so did have a good year. He had a good year last year. But, yeah, Russell, I think he's, like, underrated. People always say, like... Their offensive line was so trash oh, I know. the last couple years. It's, he just manages because yeah. it's so elusive, and then he can just find people downfield, and he's just... I mean, he's insane talent, yeah. I mean, people didn't... I don't know really why people say he's not as good as he is. Like, I would put him in my top five, right, like, now as of QBs in the league, I think. Just because he... Like, he's so consistent anyway, and, like, he's 30 now. He... I can't... He didn't really just get paid, but he's about to get paid again, which is fine. He and he deserves it deserves it because the Seahawks would be you know nowhere near where they are without him. See how big a year DK has with him. Oh, the that should be interesting. I mean, yeah, athletic. He's like a different kind of athletic. Oh, he's just an ant animal. Absolute yeah, monster. He's but he's like the he. I feel like he he's kind of like DeAndre Hopkins, but he just he's just a straight line. Like DeAndre Hopkins has those like hands. No, but I'm saying like his body type and his like build. Well, he's a lot bigger than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but not not really though. Like he is, he is he's bigger, but he's not like DeAndre Hopkins is like six one. Yeah, sure, like two fifteen, two twenty. But he's they still have the same like kind of type of big players. Really like, good at jump balls. They're and good stuff. at jump balls, yeah. But and he definitely will be a red zone threat in Seattle. Yeah, and that's kind. Of, and he just he's like a straight line speed kind of guy, which is. Kind of weird. Paul's route running a little bit, learned the route tree. Oh, a he needs bit. to because he. I mean, he had no route tree. Yeah. Uh, back in back in college, all this, and he just. It, it was tough, really, to see because when he had that great forty time at the combine, and when he kind of made made his like way, I guess, into the, like the public eye, and everybody was really high on him, and like they're hyping him up, they're having him going like top five, top ten, and then he, he fell to like the end of the second round. What he probably should have fell. But not, I mean, I don't even think like it was a decent spot for him. I might have picked him earlier just because like it's one of those picks where obviously there's a risk to it, and Power he board. he could you know make nothing of it and he could just be shit and fall off. But if he if he develops like the rope running skills and kind of polishes his hands and all that, like all those true wide receiver kind of moves. Could turn into a Kelvin yeah. Johnson. I mean, that's, I mean, type. someone like that. He has a body. Well, I mean, just, he, yeah, somebody who can be like really, really good and, and a great time. I mean, that'd be useful for Russell Wilson who, I mean, he's had some good receivers all the time, but like not really not that time. type. They had Golden Tate who was solid. He's, he's had a lot of smaller shifty yeah. receivers. Lockett, Baldwin, Tate. Yeah. I mean, and, then, and like they had Dream Curse was okay for. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. I wouldn't exactly say he 
was, you know, amazing. Percy Harvin was there, too. He's kind same, of the same. All the same sort of type. They like the fast offense, which actually worked for them really well. But DJ's also... I mean, they DJ's had... Uh, also very fast. What's his name? Big. Who's the guy who ripped up the the, the Patriots in the Chris Super Bowl? Matthews. Yeah, Chris Matthews. He was a big guy, and that worked for him for that little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, for one. One that had Kyle Erickson on, like, a 5'10 corner. And yeah, but not exactly. Like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that, so yeah, let's change Yeah, then you got shut down. But, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely see a, a good year for, for Wilson. I didn't have him on here, but, I mean, again, all those – I think those top, like – honestly, there's so many good quarterbacks in the league now. You can almost, like, anybody can win MVP. Like, obviously, it depends on the team, and it's not truly just, like, a, a solo award. But any of those good teams, like, Drew Brees had a good year last year. He could come back and have another good year. Even, like, not saying Jared Goff will win MVP because no. it'll probably – like, if the Rams are lighting up, maybe Aaron Donald. I doubt he will, but – you never know. Like, if the Rams light it up again, like, Baker's, you know. And Aaron Donald bra- breaks the stock record. Yeah, I mean, that could happen. She was supposed to last year. I think he wins MVP. But, yeah. And Baker, I was thinking about putting Baker there because I think yeah, he he's a, year. he's not up and up. The Browns are, well, I mean, they're super hyped up, and I don't think they're going to quite live up to the expectations, but, like, they have an insane amount of talent. So I don't see way where they, like, completely falter. But, like, I mean, the expectations there are tough. Like, he, they have a lot of weapons. They don't really have any holes besides maybe, like, their O-line a little bit, which is kind of funny because all over the time where they were shit, their O line was like really, was solid with like Joe Thomas there left tackle. But now, Antonio. yeah, I mean he's still there. But they picked up they they lost uh, their guard. They traded him to the Giants. I can't remember who it was now. Zeitler maybe. I think it was Zeitler. But they and they they got Olivier Vernon back. But they, they're starting Corbett. They trade. They lost their uh, tackle because he Desmond Harris Harrison because he was an idiot. I think he got arrested or something. And then, yeah, so they're kind of without some offensive line help, but I think they can pick it up if they needed to. I definitely think the Browns will will be solid. Like, Baker, if they're good, Baker won MVP. Cam Newton he won MVP, like, two years, three years ago. So, like, he obviously has an insane amount of talent. I think a lot of people think the Panthers are going to be better than they are. Like, all these shoulder fix. Yeah, I think he was kind of bad last year and bomb. He couldn't really throw the ball. I know it was tough. He couldn't so throw if the yeah, ball. you don't know, I mean, McCaffrey yeah. had a big year. Yeah, he's them. he's really good. And yeah, he's like number one overall fantasy. DJ Moore, DJ Moore is good. Curtis Samuel, a lot of people think yeah, he's gonna have a yeah. breakout year. They had a lot of talent, but yeah, Greg Olson. Yeah, he's old. But yeah, hey, fine. Ian, Jordan Thomas, Ian Thomas. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of QBs who can who are insanely talented now and like when you think about it, they're these, these are like the 30 best, 32 best quarterbacks in the entire like planet. So, like, there's a lot of them with a lot of talent, and anybody can can have a great year and move their way into this kind of top five because it's, it's not really, like, the same as uh, even golf or, like, basketball where we talked about there was that, like, full, like, top six kind of where, like, like there's obviously more people who can move their way in in the NBA and other leagues, but it kind of seems like there's a set, like, number who are up high. Like, LeBron, as long as he's in the league, he's going to be there. Kawhi will be there, you know, whoever else, like, uh, Giannis is going to be there and like in the NFL it's obviously harder because so volatile too yeah and there's so many positions and you can't really grade them so it's all like if you're a top three or four like player at your own position you're basically can be like a top 10 player in the league at any point just because yeah. you can't really grade between positions so like you know there's there's a lot of players that can move up and down these lists and yeah so yeah that's basically the end of our top five and five you know it was a good, good run. We'll, we'll be kicking it back. Thanks for coming along for the soon, ride. Soon, yeah. For I don't know exactly what our next thing will be, but we'll Love be something putting it up there surprise. soon. So, yeah. Peace.